A Bad Day for Vermin Stories by Keith Lomer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phil Chenever. A Bad Day for Vermin by Keith Lomer. This story is from Galaxy Science Fiction, February 1964. Judge Carter Grates at the Third Circus Court finished his chicken salad on whole wheat, thoughtfully crumpled the waxed paper bag, and turned to drop it in the wastebasket behind his chair, and sat transfixed. Through his second-floor office window, he saw a forty-foot flower petal shape of pale turquoise settling gently between the well-tended petunia gardens on the courthouse lawn. On the upper or stem end of the vessel, a translucent pink panel popped up, and a slender, graceful form, not unlike a large violet caterpillar, undulated into view. Judge Gates whirled to the telephone. Half an hour later, he put it to the officials gathered with him in a tight group on the lawn. Boys, this thing is intelligent. Any fool can see that. It's putting together what my boy assures me is some kind of talking machine, and any minute now it's going to start communicating. It's been twenty minutes since I notified Washington on this thing. It won't be long before somebody back there decides this is top secret and slaps a freeze on us here that will make the Manhattan Project look like a publicity campaign. Now, I say, this is the biggest thing that ever happened to Plum County. But if we don't aim to be put right out of the picture, we'd better move fast. What you got in mind, Judge? I propose we hold an open hearing right here in the courthouse the minute that thing gets its gear to working. We'll put it on the air. Tom Climbers from the radio station's already stringing wires, I see. Too bad we've got no TV equipment, but Jody Hurd has a movie camera. We'll put Willow Grove on the map bigger in Cape Canaveral ever was. We're with you on that, Carter. Ten minutes after the melodious voice of the Fianna's translator had requested escort to the village headman, the visitor was looking over the crowded courtroom with an expression reminiscent of a St. Bernard puppy hoping for a romp. The rustle of feet and throat-clearing subsided, and the speaker began. People of the green world, happy the cycle... Heads turned at the clump of feet coming down the side aisle. A heavy torsoed man of middle age, bald, wearing a khaki shirt and trousers and rimless glasses, and with a dark leather holster slapping his hip at every step, cleared the end of the front row of seats, planted himself feet apart, yanked a heavy nickel-plated forty-four revolver from the holster, took aim, and fired five shots into the body of the Fianna, at a range of ten feet. The violet form whipped convulsively, writhed from the bench to the floor, with a sound like a wet fire hose being dropped, uttered a gasping twitter, and lay still. The gunman turned, dropped the pistol, threw up his hands, and called, Sheriff Hoskins, I'm putting myself in your protective custody. There was a moment of stunned silence. Then a rush of spectators for the alien. 
the sheriff's three hundred and nine pound bulk bellied through the shouting mob to take up a stand before the khaki clad man i always knew you was a mean one cecil stump he said unlimbering handcuffs ever since i seen you making up them ground glass baits for joe potter's dog but i never thought i'd see you turn to cold-blooded murder he waved at the bystanders clear a path through here i'm taking my prisoner over to the jail just a dad blame minute sheriff stump's face was pale his glasses were gone and one khaki shoulder strap dangled but what was almost a grin twisted one meaty cheek he hid his hands behind his back leaned away from the cuffs i don't like that word prisoner i asked you for protection and better look out who you go throwing that word murder off at too i ain't murdered nobody the sheriff blinked turned to roar how's the victim doc a small gray head rose from bending over the limp form of the fianna dead or in a back row sheriff i guess that's it let's go cecil what's the charge first degree murder who'd i murder why you killed this here this stranger that ain't no stranger that's a varmint murder's got to do with killing humans the way i understand it you going to tell me that thing's human ten people shouted at once human as i am intelligent being tell me you can simply kill must be some kind of law the sheriff raised his hands his jowls drawn down in a scowl what about it judge gates any law against cecil stump killing the uh... the judge thrust out his lower lip well let's see he began technically good lord somebody blurted you mean the laws on murder don't define what constitutes uh, i mean what what a humor is stump snorted <laughs> whatever it says it's sure bob don't include no purple worms that's a varmint pure and simple ain't no different killing it than any other critter then by god we'll get him for malicious damage a man called or hunting without a license out of season carrying concealed weapons stump went for his hip pocket fumbled out a fat shapeless wallet extracted a thumbed rectangle of folded paper offered it i'm a licensed exterminator got a permit to carry the gun too i ain't broken no law he grinned openly now just doing my job sheriff and at no charge to the county a smaller man with bristly red hair flared his nostrils at stump you bloodthirsty idiot he raised his fist and shook it we'll be a national disgrace worse than little rock lynching's too good for you hold on there weinstein the sheriff cut in let's not be getting no lynch talk started lynch it is cecil stump bellowed his face suddenly red why i done a favor for every man here now you listen to me what is that thing over there he jerked a blunt thumb toward the judicial bench it's some kind of critter from mars or some place you know that as well as me and what's it here for it ain't for the good of the likes of you and me i can tell you that it's them or us and this time by god we got in the first lick 
Why, you, you hate monger? Now hold on, right there. I'm as liberal minded as the next feller. Hell, I like a nigger, and I can't hardly tell a Jew from a white man. But when it comes to taking in a damn purple worm and calling it human, that's where I draw the line. Sheriff Hoskins pushed between Stump and the surging front rank of the crowd. Stay back there. I want you to disperse peaceably and let the law handle this. I reckon I'll push off now, Sheriff. Stump hitched up his belt. I figured you might have to calm them down right at first, but now they've got a chance to think it over and see I ain't broken no law. Ain't none of these law-abiding folks going to do anything illegal, like trying to get rough with a licensed exterminator just doing his job. He stooped, retrieved his gun. Here, I'll take that, Sheriff Hoskins said. You can consider your gun license canceled and your exterminating license too. Stump grinned again handed the revolver over sure i'm cooperative sheriff anything you say send it round to my place when you're done with it he pushed his way through the crowd to the corridor door the rest of you stay put a portly man with a head of bushy white hair pushed his way through to the bench i'm calling an emergency town meeting to order here and now he banged the gavel on the scarred bench top glanced down at the body of the dead alien now covered by a flag gentlemen we've got to take fast action if the wire services get hold of this before we've gone on record willow grove will be a blighted area look here willard judge gates called rising this uh, this mob isn't competent to take legal action never mind what's legal judge sure this calls for federal legislation maybe a constitutional amendment but in the meantime we're going to redefine what constitutes a person within the incorporated limits of willow grove that's the least we can do a thin-faced woman snapped glaring at judge gates do you think we're going to sit here and condone this outrage nonsense gates shouted i don't like what happened any better than you do but a person well a person's got two arms and two legs and shapes got nothing to do with it the chairman cut in bears walk on two legs dave zwoski lost his in the war and monkeys have hands any intelligent creature the woman started nope that won't do either my unfortunate cousin's boy melvin was born an imbecile poor lad now folks there's no time to waste we'll find it very difficult to formulate a satisfactory definition based on considerations such as these however i think we can resolve the question in terms that will form a basis for future legislation on the question it's going to make some big changes in things hunters aren't going to like it and the meat industry will be affected but if as it appears we're entering into an era of contact with uh creatures from other worlds We've got to get our house in order. You tell em, Senator, someone yelled. We'd better leave this for Congress to figure out, another voice insisted. We've got to do something. The Senator held up his hands. Quiet, everybody. There'll be reporters here in a matter of minutes. Maybe our ordinance won't hold water. But it'll start em thinking, and it'll make a lot better copy for Willow Grove than the killing. What you got in mind, Senator? Just this, the Senator said solemnly. 
a person is any harmless creature fee shuffled someone coughed what about a man who commits a violent act then judge gates demanded what's he eh that's obvious gentlemen the senator said flatly he's vermin on the courthouse steps cecil stump stood hands in hip pockets talking to a reporter from the big town paper in mattoon surrounded by a crowd of latecomers who had missed the excitement inside he described the accuracy of his five shots the sound they had made hitting the big blue snake and the ludicrous spectacle the latter had presented in his death agony he winked at a foxy man in overalls picking his nose at the edge of the crowd guess it'll be a while for any more damn reptiles move in here like they own the place he concluded the courthouse doors banged wide excited citizens poured forth veering aside from cecil stump the crowd around him thinned broke up as its members colored those emerging with the hot news the reporter picked the target perhaps you'd care to give me a few details of the action taken by the uh special committee sir senator custis pursed his lips a session of the town council was called he said we've defined what a person is in this town stump standing ten feet away snorted <laughs> can't touch me with no ex post factory law and also what can be classified as vermin Costas went on stump closed his mouth with a snap here that's supposed to be some kind of slam at me Custis. by god come election time above the door opened again a tall man in a leather jacket stepped out stood looking down the crowd pressed back senator Custis and the reporter moved aside the newcomer came down the steps slowly he carried Cecil Stump's nickel-plated forty-four in his hand. Standing alone now, Stump watched him. Here, he said. His voice carried a sudden note of strain. Who are you? The man reached the foot of the steps, raised the revolver, and cocked it with a thumb. I'm the new exterminator, he said. End of A Bad Day for Vermin